All right, guys, growing your wellness business doesn't have to mean working around the clock and feeling exhausted. So welcome to the Healthy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Feldman, and I have been in your shoes. I've been in the wellness space for over nine years, and I know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed. I took my wellness business from 13K that first year and feeling fried and exhausted to over six figures. Now I'm a business coach for health and wellness professionals just like you, and I create done-for-you content and programs to help you save time and money so you can spend more time nailing down your niche, understanding your buyer avatar, attracting your ideal client, and building your business from the ground up the right way. So sit down and let's get started. Hey guys, it is an amazing episode you're about to hear. So get a smoothie, a green juice, I don't know, go for a light walk because you're going to want to stay tuned to this. I have asked my good friend Jill, who I followed for years, to come on and talk about feng shui and also talk about how you can get that energy flowing throughout your office, your home. And so Jill, will you formally introduce yourself? Well, I don't even know what to say. Some of my clients call me their energetic ninja because I'm in the background telling you what to do with the energy so you can change your home or your office to change your life or business. I've been doing feng shui for a long time, like over 16 years. It is something I started for myself. But then when I realized the impact it made in my life and I could make that impact in other people's lives, I'm like, I'm all in for this. And it's morphed into an online course. And well, I've done hundreds of consultations in person, but now we do tons of virtual consultations. I saw that on your website. How freaking cool. Well, right? Because you just record videos. I can see your house. I can tell you what you need to do. And it's amazing. So it's amazing how this whole process has morphed. But really, I'm just mom of four doing what she loves, figuring out that when I learn feng shui and things started happening in my life. And in hard seasons, feng shui gave me back the control of my life so that I could begin to take action again. Or if something wasn't going well in my life, I have this tool where I can go and go, if I make this shift in energy here, it will create a shift in energy in my personal energy, but in my life too. And so being able to teach that to other women just is like- Lights on fire. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I know that because I've been in your free Facebook group and I've listened to you and I've listened to a lot of lives that you've done and you're always lit and on fire with what you do. Yeah, because it's like such a great tool, right? And like 17 years, I've been using this tool and I'm still excited about it. Like I still look around my home and go, what can I shift and change to create the shift and change that I need? Or this season's really hard. We've kind of gone through one even in the last couple of weeks. And I'm like, how do I lighten energy in our home to lighten our personal energy so we can continue to move forward? So it's fun. It's morphed into there's a book that's been written about one hard season in my life, but feng shui played a big role in it. There's a new feng shui book coming. There's a podcast. Like I'm amazed that I started this thing as a personal interest and I left my corporate career and now I do this full time. Like could it get any better? Oh, I love it. Which is what we are going to jam about today. So I asked you to come on and talk about, because I know so many health and wellness professionals that are listening to this have either a home office or they're going to an office. So I wanted to talk about how we have that great energy flow. 
whether you're in client session or whether you're coming out of client session, like how to have that flowing energy. So tell me some strategies and steps that somebody can do for their office. Okay. So this applies whether it's a home office, whether it's an office you go to, whether it's a cubicle, or it could even just be you have a desk and like, I know some of the offices are like all open now. There's no wall. So apply it to your desk. So anything we talk about today, you can apply in any of those situations. But the first thing that you want to do when we're taking a look at feng shui is we need to set some intentions. So you need to decide what is it you want in your business? What are your financial goals? What are your relationship goals with your clients? What, how do you want this thing to look and grow? Because feng shui is actually 70% intention. Mm. So mental energy in this whole thing is important when we go to move the physical thing in feng shui that is our first action. So I would say the first thing you do is get clear. What's the amount of money you want to earn this month? How many signups do you want to have this month? Write some specific goals and intentions out. And then we get feng shui. So your office need. I always say this, the state of your home reflects the state of your life. So that means the state of your office reflects the state of your business. And there's probably some people right now that are going, <laughs> Uh, I'm actually, I'm actually just had a heart attack because I think if my closet reflects my life, I'm in trouble. Right? But <laughs> That's area. Like I can walk into a home and tell my client what part of their life isn't working before they've said anything based on how their home looks. I can do the same in an office, right? And so we want to make sure that your office feels like it reflects where you're going with your work. And so start making changes towards that, right? And we do the same thing with our home. So in order to immediately, if you want an immediate get the energy flowing thing, do some decluttering. Mm-hmm. I know that everybody has a drawer in their desk that is their <laughs> Are you desk. in my home right now? <laughs> I am, because I know these things. I've seen hundreds of homes. Anyways, declutter that. It probably takes you five minutes. You have shifted the energy immediately. The moment we lighten the energy by decluttering, we create more of a flow of energy in our home, in our office, in our business, in our life. It also impacts your personal energy immediately. So you see a raise in personal energy. Well, what happens when we raise our personal energy? We take more action. We have a stronger mindset. We can actually do the things in business that we want to do because we have more energy to do it because like we were just talking before we started is I'm expanding in my business. So that requires a lot of personal energy. So I need my office to like hold my energy in a certain way, right? I need my home to do the same thing. So we are setting intentions. We're doing some clutter clearing. You're thinking about how your office can reflect. And if you have a desk only, how does your desk reflect your business, right? Taking it down to that level. And then what what we're going to do next is we're going to do a little bit of a space clearing. Because we know that with energy, any sort of heavy energy will kind of stay there. It's sticky energy. It's heavy energy. So we need to move it. So lots of ways to move it. If you're at home, light a candle. If you're in an office environment, bring a little bowl of Epsom salt and put it on your desk or in a drawer. Nothing has to be visible in feng shui. And let it absorb energy for three days, negative energy. That creates a shift too, right? Use sage, essential oils, beat a drum, like, right? Use a bell, lots of simple ways, lots of kind of more intense ways, but we have to get the energy moving in that office, right? We got to lighten it up. So we have to get rid of any sticky residual energy. So that's from like, you have a bad client call. 
you have something go and it's a flop or a failure, we need to move that energy after it happens. It's kind of like in your home, if you've been sick, we do a space clearing. In your office, if something has imploded and hasn't gone well, we do a space clearing, right? If you have clients that come in and out, you do a little space clearing every time they leave. So get a spritzer bottle with water, add some lavender, add some sage essential oils. I always like frankincense too to clear energy. Spritz it with the intention of just clearing the energy and bringing new positive flow into your space, right? So that's like setting the stage. Those are such great tips because they, they're all easy to do. They're quick to do, and they're all realistic to do. Yeah, well, and that's really important to me is, is anything I tell you to do, we can't make it complicated. I teach a very modern version of feng shui because in some versions of feng shui, you'd have to like move because your home's not good for you. That's not what I teach. <laughs> that's not realistic. Yeah, if you really want to move, I can tell you that so you can convince your partner, but that's not what we're doing. But it's all about these simple things to shift the energy. So setting intentions is quick, clutter clearing, right? My husband would always, he works it kind of as a consultant role. So if, if there wasn't as much work, I'll see him clearing some clutter somewhere in the house because then he knows we're creating a shift in energy right. and go back to work, right? Okay, so everyone in your home has also felt the difference because they use their, these tools as well. Mm -hmm. Well, and my husband, you would never like, not the guy to feng shui. And he started, when I started, he's like, what are you doing? Because it feels different in here, but I see nothing. And I'm like, I know, isn't it fabulous? And so he's learned right over the years that like, if he wants to go back to work or something, if he clears some clutter and changes the energy, it works. Or he'll be like, can you go put this in the silver box? And he's like, and then he sometimes is like, the flow is a little off, Jill. Like, okay, Carlin, let me fix that for you, right? But you can feel it. People come and they stay forever at my house because they love how it feels, right? Because it's different because we've created a flow of energy in our space. Same thing in your office. I actually just shared on social. I didn't like being in my office, but the feng shui was off. I had the colors and elements, but I didn't have my furniture flowing quite right, right? And I felt like I could never sit. So if you feel like it's chaos in your office, mm -hmm. you add some earth energy. Earth energy is grounding, stable. So gemstones, salt crystal lamps, you know, artwork with landscapes. Like we can use energy to like, or use these elements to increase energy or decrease it. So if it feels chaotic, we add earth energy. Like I just added a bunch of earth energy into my home because I felt like my kids were like all over the place. <laughs> and I'm like, this is not working for me. But if you're feeling like you're a little dull in your office, you add metal. Right. So I see a bunch of metal decor behind you. Right. So metal decor, you know, artwork of city landscapes. So we oh, can wow. change the energy in your space based on what you're needing. So if you've got a bunch of projects and you can't seem to settle, put some earth energy on your desk. If you feel like you're a little sluggish, do a space clearing, add some metal energy. It's going to perk you right up. The other thing we always do in an office is also hang a feng shui crystal above your head. Oh, wow. Right? A feng shui crystal is like the disco ball of energy, okay? <laughs> I need one of those. Yeah. I'm saying this, I'm looking on my desk at my salt crystal and I'm like, shame on you, Rachel. You haven't turned this on. It's sitting right there, but you're not turning it on. And so right after this, of course, I'm going to turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's so many benefits. And then I need the disco ball. So yeah, yeah. you need the disco ball, right? Where do you place that? 
So right above your head where you're sitting in your office, if you can, or as close to it as you can, it is like basically what it is, is it fluctuates like adding the energy of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's clarity of thought and it's getting the energy flowing. So that's why you use a feng shui crystal above your head in your office in that manner. We put a feng shui crystal in the bedroom for a little bit of a different idea, but it's always to move energy. So it just always is moving the energy. So you're attracting energy in and energy that isn't, you know, more negative is flowing out. So above your head, if you can, or as close to it as you can. Where do you buy one? I mean, if I Googled feng shui crystal, would it come up? Yeah, it'll come up. Like I like, so I'm in Canada. So I always use feng shui market.ca because I know her crystals are good. You want crystals with a lot of facets on it. So basically then there's a lot of energy flowing, right? So get as many facets as you can. You A 30 millimeter crystal is all you need. You know, if you need a big boost energy, hang a 40. If you need a lot of pump, <laughs> or if you have a really big office, right? But a 30 millimeter crystal will, will be good. If anybody has any questions, they can message me on social and I can like send me a picture. I'll tell you if it's a good one, but functionmarket.ca is fine. Just get a good quality crystal with quite a few facets on it, but you'll see it's just, it's a round faceted clear crystal. I just hang mine with fishing line. Every time you do something in feng shui, you do it with intention. So you're going to think about clarity of thought, wisdom coming to me, you know, be able to provide solutions as you're hanging your crystal. Same as when you're doing your space clearing. I would like to attract the energy of abundance or health or increase personal energy into my life, right? So doing everything with intention really adds to your feng shui cure. Oh my God. Usually I have like question after question. I think you just covered everything as far as the office. What I love about this is well, you brought up the intention so many times, but even like the simple act of decluttering, I can think of, I mean, my drawers right here <laughs> that I have in my office. I think of my drawer next to my bedroom, next mm-hmm. to my bed. It's just cluttered. And it's like, every time I look at it, I feel drained. Mm-hmm. And so it's like taking that time to just go clear out and bring in what you deserve and what, what you really want to feel on a daily basis. Yeah. Well, and that's the beauty of feng shui is that's what it is, is like letting go of what isn't serving you and then getting the energy flowing towards what is. And yeah, clutter clearing is just an instant boost, right? And I saw on your site, you have, you have a 14 day free clutter. Yeah. So guys go stop, drop and roll. And then go and sign up for this because I know I'm signing up for it after this. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it tells what, you what to do every day, a few little things in different areas. You know, you've got your junk drawers you have yeah. underneath the bathroom sink. That's always a big one too for a lot of people, right? So you just get the energy flowing. That's all we're talking about. And then that means that your personal energy changes and it means you can attract more of what you want in your life, right? Let's go out of our office. Because we have our whole home, and I know that you're such an expert in this area. I was reading on your site all these different elements in the house and what they represent. So let's even talk about our bedroom. Okay. We have our bedroom, and we go there to have a pure sanctuary. We go there to, you know, recharge. We go there to rest. What are these elements that we have to have in our bedroom? 
So your bedroom is one of two love energy areas in your home. So basically in feng shui, we lay the bagua map on the main floor of your home. And it represents nine areas of your life from abundance to relationships to creativity to purpose, like all the things, okay? So we know that the back right corner of your home from your front door is your relationship area. But whether or not your master bedroom's in that area, it's also a love energy area. So what does that mean? That means it's self-love and romantic love. So when you go in that space, you're right. You need to create a sanctuary because this is where your love energy resides for yourself and for your partner, but also it's where you rest and renew for the next day to get up, to be able to go integrate what you want to create, right? And so when we're looking at our master bedroom, it's like creating that hotel that you love or a bed and breakfast or like your favorite Pinterest photo, like creating a sanctuary that feels good the moment you enter into the room. So what we want to do in a master bedroom is make sure that we don't have any clutter. We're back to the clutter, right? Because that's like the setting the stage. So if it's the only place you can have a piece of gym equipment and you use it, then leave it. But if it doesn't need to be there, it doesn't need to be there. We don't need 18 books on our bedside table. You're not reading them all at once, right? <laughs> little things. I mean, right? little things like this that happen for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And we want things always picked up. And you always want it to feel that good when you walk in because it immediately changes your energy. One of the things we always add in a master bedroom as well is the color pink because it's the love energy color. So my husband, again, he's the guy we talk about the most, not a big fan of pink. So it's not like the walls are pink. There's no pink pillows. If people love pink and your partner loves pink, knock yourself out with the pink. But my husband's like, we're not doing pink. (laughs) That's okay. So I add pink and Feng Shui is so simple. Pink poster board. That's the size of color you want is a poster board size. Anytime we add a color in Feng Shui, I put it between my mattress and my box frame. Oh, wow. So you don't, again, you don't need to see it. This is exactly what I'm going to do in my Yeah, no. And so it's like you come to my house and you don't see all these Feng Shui colors. You like, I've painted walls purple before. There's been a child's bedroom in the relationship area. We painted the walls pink, but that's not what has to happen. Like this color pink vibrates with this energy in my master bedroom, love energy color. And you don't see it. I just added pink in between the mattress and the box ring. You could choose to have pink sheets. You could use a pink sheet. Like I like dollar store poster board because it's cheap. Right, right. (laughs) We're feng shuiing on the cheap people. Like it doesn't (laughs) need to be expensive. You know, the fountain that you want to buy to get the money energy flowing is your biggest expense, right? Maybe (laughs) feng shui crystal. But no, so you want to add the color pink. That's something you always do in the master bedroom. So add some pink, but you want it to be at least the size of a poster board when you're thinking about adding pink. Like we can't have just a pink little ribbon, not enough energy, right? You need some extra energy. So you're doing that. The other thing you're doing in your master bedroom is you're making sure everything is in pairs. So Mm. you want beds, two bedside tables. You want two lamps. You want, you know, two sets of two pillows of two pillows of two pillows because I like a lot of pillows, but we're wanting pairs, right? Because it's that relationship energy. So that's something else we do in the master bedroom. And then we also use the Bagua map in the master bedroom under the bed to create a flow of energy. So the Bagua map represents completely balanced energy. So we actually put the Bagua map between the mattress and box ring or under the mattress with the self-discovery area nearest your head 
we always put that there in any bedroom. Like this is in my kid's bedroom. This is in my bedroom. We also use it in the office. So the link that I gave you to link to at the end of this podcast actually gives three ways to use this Bagwell map and explains these two ways and then one other one. So everybody should go and do that link. But that's all balanced energy, right? You're doing the same thing in your bedroom with the space clearing. Put a bowl of Epsom salt under your bed for three days. Clear up the energy, right? If you are sick, you do this. If you're not sleeping well, you do this. If you guys have an argument in the room, you do this. We're always clearing energy because you can feel it. You can feel it when somebody's had an argument when you walk in. I know that you can feel it if somebody's been sick in your home. The vibe is different, but the energy doesn't go away. We have to shift it. We have to move it, right? So we're doing that. It's always the same sort of layering of things, right? Setting intentions of what you want in your relationship, what you want for self-love, you know, thinking about those as you're placing the color, doing the decluttering, doing the space clearing, right? So that's where we kind of begin in those areas. And then what's essential in the bathroom? So if you have a bathroom attached to your master bedroom, you always want to make sure the door is closed when you're sleeping. And you always typically want the door closed to any bathroom because the bathroom is like money rushing down the drain. So always toilet seats closed. Please listen to this, guys. (laughs) For anybody, I always say to my husband, because I had an energy practitioner years ago who would say to me, you have to close the bathroom door. I even that same energy worker said to me, oh, your house is not placed right. You're going to have to move. (laughs) You needed me. Yeah, she was the one who was like, these stairs flow right out the door. This is so not good. You should move. (laughs) Of course, I just moved in. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. And no, there's always a cure. But you're right. In the bathrooms, it's this flowing, rushing energy. Toilet seats down, bathroom doors closed. You can train everybody in your house. You will have to stay on it, but you can do it. You can never argue with me that you can't. And then if you have, say, your bathroom's attached to your master bedroom, but there's no door. What happens with our energy field when we sleep is it expands like three times the size. So think about that. If you think about your master bedroom right now, what is all the stuff like 15 feet around your body? Your body is feeling that all night long, but your energy is also rushing into the bathroom going down the drain. So if you have, if you don't have a door, what I've done in other houses is I just hang a set of curtains and it looks lovely. It drapes the door. They're open during the day. When we sleep at night, we just close the curtains, right? Like there's always a solution. Barn doors are a huge one now, super simple to do. And then also in the bathroom, we're putting red tape around the drains. So like under the sink, the red tape symbolizes the money and energy stopping flowing down the drain. So red duct tape, from like it's Canadian Tire in Canada, Home Depot, like wherever you get Pardon? But make it happen. Simple, but make it happen. Yeah, so simple, right? Just red tape around the drain. Or if you can get that around the toilet drain as well, the toilet. So the toilet, what I do is I get those convex mirrors, three inch convex mirrors that you put like on your mirrors on your car when you're pulling like an RV, like a trailer. So Home Depot again, three inch convex mirrors. You put those one underneath at the back behind your toilet. It reflects the energy up. If you can get to like the main drain of your home, if you put a circle of red around that, you've like solved the whole thing, right? 
we can't always do that. Like if we're doing a new build with somebody, there's lots of things that we do. Otherwise that we can just hide and do. But otherwise, like I've moved, I've had new builds. I've moved into homes that aren't new. And so I'm taping things or on new builds, I'm spray painting before they put flooring down. Right. But you want to stop the energy from rushing down. So it's a matter of the red tape around the drains. You do this in the kitchen as well. You do this with your laundry as well. Right. We're just always keeping the energy where it needs to be. And those sinks and and toilets are like money energy. And none of us need money energy going down the drain. Right. Especially when we're building a business and we're trying to be like smart about our business. Last thing we want is for it to drain right out. Exactly. So then if we talk about what can we add in to get more money energy flowing, water fountains. Okay. So water fountains represent flowing money. So in your office, when you're standing in your door, looking into your office, your abundance area is the back left corner. Or if you you have a desk and that's your office or a cubicle and you're sitting at your desk, the back left corner of your desk is your abundance area. Put a water fountain there. Represents flowing money. Okay. So you want to make sure we get a water fountain in our office and you want a water fountain at your front entrance as well, because your front entrance is how all energy flows into your home or into your office. We put, so if you have a home office, especially you put a water fountain there, right? So there's ways of stopping energy from going away and there's ways of attracting energy in. For Feng Shui master like yourself, what am I missing? Am I missing something that every person wants to know that they're like, Jill, hit me up with this. I need this for my home. I think one of the things you need to do is trust your intuition. If a room feels wrong, it's wrong. So there's too much of one element. There's too much of a reducing element. Something's not right. Start creating the change. Like people will intuitively feng shui and know you need to create a shift. I think the other thing that you need to recognize is the power of your intention and choosing and then understanding that it's always about taking action. So I always say feng shui is your first action towards that intention, right? So making sure you do that and understanding your own power. So one of the things you can do to increase your personal energy is wear red. So if you're not if you're not feeling certain, put some red on, even if it's like red underwear because you don't like the color red. Put it on. Put some red on, right? It immediately increases your energy. And then just remembering that the state of your home reflects the state of your life. So if it's chaotic and cluttered, your life is going to be chaotic and cluttered. If your office is chaotic and cluttered, that's what your business is going to be like. So even though you're already too busy, right? Take some time and settle the energy in your space so you can sit down and do your work. Like every time we make a shift in energy in our space or in our office, we create a shift in energy in our life or our business, and we create a shift in personal energy, right? It's all interconnected and you're always in control. And that's what I think everybody needs to remember is, is nothing's happening to you. Everything's happening for you. And you always get to choose the next step. So feng shui is a beautiful way to be able to remind yourself of that every time. If the abundance isn't what you want in your business, I go to my abundance area in my office and I boost the energy, right? And I set an intention and then I do the work. Like you can't sit back, right? right. So you have to do it. I mean, and I love that you're talking about really that empowerment because that's what feng shui really sounds like is you have this power at your fingertips to be able to make changes, but you also have to bring that intention with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super important. And what I like about feng shui is, is, you know, the universe will respond to your action, right? 
like what you give out will come back. But feng shui is nice because it's an easy action to take. So especially when you're expanding your business or doing something new, you set an intention and your first action is something with feng shui. Well, it's easy to shift something in your home and office. And then you've shifted the energy. You can go on to the harder work that you have to do, right? Putting yourself out there expanding a certain part of your program, learning some new technology, right? So if we have a space that supports us, it makes doing those things easier, right? And just remembering that there's a lot to energy and the way that we can use it to create what we want in our lives, right? Like we're more supported energetically than we know, but we need to make sure we're taking care of the energy. Yeah, I mean, so important because I think too often, We feel that lack, especially when we're beginning our business or we're growing or we're expanding. It's like we can get into that place of Mm self-doubt. We can get in that place where we feel dull or where we feel like we just can't do it. And to know that we can really shift and change the energy, I think, is so important. I'm so grateful for you being here today. Is there any last tip that you want to leave everyone or do you think that we covered it all? I think the thing is, is what you just said is if something feels off, do something with the energy. If you need more energy, add some metal, do a space clearing, light a candle. If you feel too chaotic, add some earth energy, do a, do a little bit of a space clearing again. Like there's shift the energy first so that your personal energy changes and then you will feel more inclined to know what you need to do to move forward, but also to take that harder action. And just remembering that like, you are really here for a reason. The energy is here to support you. So like, go for it. <laughs> and use it. Use that energy. And make yeah. sure that you're really tapping in to, I think that's the hardest thing when you were first saying, like, get that clear intention. It's like, can be scary to set that intention. When you were even like, you know, say how much you want to make per month. I mean, I remember when I was scared that I would not get to that number. But it was a coach that said to me, you have to declare that. You've got to put that down as an intention because you'll do the work and you'll end up matching that. And I did. And so it was like that lesson of just don't be scared to get clear. Don't be scared to take the action and have the supports, as you mentioned today, to really hold you accountable. Yeah. So there's tons of tools out there to help you do that. And then the intention's key. If you don't know where you're going, how are you going to get there? Yeah. It's like, you've got to see it before you can actually do it. Yeah. You can in our business. Mm-hmm. No, totally. And then use tools to help you, right? Like there's all sorts of spiritual mindset tools. There's things like feng shui that are actionable tools. And it's a matter of use those to help you get there. And then just recognize it's not easy for anybody. I think that's the biggest thing too, yeah. is, is in time before we started is I'm expanding my business right now. And like, I'm like, I gave myself a pep talk this morning of you can do this because you can rely on you to do this. I've done all the feng shui stuff to boost myself up. And now I just have to take the action, but I know where I want to go. And this is what I have to do to get there. Right. I love that. I love that you fell in love with feng shui and that you get to do this today. Can you tell everyone where they can find you? 
So my website, gillettea.com. So you can go there. That free 14-day clutter clearing course is on there. Sign up for the email. I don't email a bunch once a week. Ninja Jill Knows is my podcast. I like talking about energy. I talk about feng shui. I talk about mindset on there. Quick, easy. And then I'm on social. Gillettea. I like doing Instagram just because I like, you know, sharing stories and it's kind of fun. You can see a little bit of behind the scenes of what happens. And then there's a link in this episode notes, I'm sure, that will get you the free bagwell map so we'll be connected that way and if you have we any questions we have to put in our office and we have to put in our bedroom and i think you said there's one other place yeah there's one other one so you'll find out what the third place <laughs> is yeah, so that's just a free download but it's a quick and easy way to get the energy flowing and balanced and just know that i if you know i have a life makers group if you have a question come in there and i love answering feng shui questions and energy questions and i feel it's my job here to support other women with these sorts of tools so that they can create what they're here to create so and this and this has just been an entire episode on empowerment i mean i know exactly what i need to do there's things i'm excited to buy and i can't wait to put these tools into practice so jill thank Hello. you so much for being here Guys, please follow Jill. She's super fun to follow. Great lives. Always that person that lifts you up with your mindset stuff. And so if you don't, well, then you didn't listen to this and go re-listen. <laughs> so guys, it's been a pleasure to be here and I'll see you next week. Bye, Jill. Thank you. Bye. All right, guys, that is all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review. Truth is, I love honesty. Your reviews help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right, so don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you, bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business, plus other speakers to help you Take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys soon.